0: And I'm Andrew Papadopoulos. Welcome to the NFL 20 podcast. One of the top four NFL podcasts
1: in the greater Whetstone area. This week, we'll mostly be discussing some selected players from the NFL 2015 draft. And there's been
0: some developments already. Some in the ACL region.
1: We're also going to be discussing suspensions. One of our favourite topics. One of Ambrish's favourite topics. Did you know there's a Wikipedia? This is page? true. I do. I do love suspensions, like the Clifton Suspension Bridge, <laughs> <laughs> the,
0: the, uh, yeah, the Golden Gate Bridge. Think of any suspension bridges. Uh, and did you know there's a Wikipedia page for NFL suspensions, which I thought Ambridge created, but I just came in the room today and he was looking at it. It's yeah. real. So
1: should we move on to the draft?
0: Let's go on to the draft. Did you watch the draft? I watched anyway, some of it. I watched. I watched the first hour of the first day because you have to understand, obviously. It's uh it's a bit late in England. It's at one AM. On Ever since Thursday, on a Thursday night. Yeah, exactly. Ever since Roger decided to move it off Saturday afternoon into like some sort of prime time Thursday slot. What's Thursday? <laughs> That's normal, it's just well Americans probably do watch TV uh, on a Thursday. They,
1: they do say Thursday's a new Friday. Oh yeah. It's a good night to go out.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so so I watched the first hour and I saw jamesis Winston... I'm going to call him James Winston now. <laughs> James Winston. I saw James Winston uh, complete his destiny to become the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' latest uh, strip club patron. And uh, hopefully quarterback as
1: well. Yeah, I mean, he's described as being the most pro-ready of all the quarterbacks that were available. He is indeed. So, I mean, I can see why Tampa Bay went for him, but... I mean, there is a bit of a... One could make a fairly strong case for taking Marcus Mariota over James Winston. There were strong cases. There were strong cases being made,
0: mainly based around character. But having said that, I believe Winston interviewed pretty well. Yeah. It's not like you okay. know, he's not a complete douche. I mean, but you never know. I mean, lots of players have interviewed well. I, I, I imagine Joel Walrus into pretty well. <laughs> take
1: the words right out of my
0: mouth. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, at one point. Well, that was the Raiders, they probably didn't care. But like, yeah, um, yeah you know, uh, James... Uh, <laughs> just draft, baby. <laughs> just draft. Just, <laughs> great player. Um, y- you know, I mean, I, I would definitely, in terms of the pro-ready versus slightly more, I don't want to say gimmicky... But not project, pro, not, not pro style, college based quarterback. I'd probably, well, I would always go with obviously with the pro guy, even if he's got a little bit of somewhat issues. There's obviously conflicting reports all over the NFL from always unnamed sources, <laughs> so you, you can't tell if they're credible or not. That um, sometimes the problems seem worse than them publicized being. Sometimes they're just not as bad, and he's a good kid.
1: <sighs> I guess we'll see. Yeah, I mean, Tampa Bay had to take a shot because. They, were first, they had the first pick, yeah. and there was a prospect who could. I mean, if, he, if they hit on a solid quarterback, then that's going to be really good for them. Throw it to Mike Evans. Yeah. That's all it takes. Which is the same reason why Tennessee went for Marcus Mariota on, with the second pick. It's interesting how Chip Kelly has transitioned
0: quite well to being an NFL coach, even though he used to coach Mariota in Oregon. Yeah, yeah. He was the one who was like, do this, do this crazy shit don't be a
1: pro style quarterback but chip kelly had a has a very different way of doing things uh, because his offensive style isn't successful because it's particularly smart in a conventional sense but the way it works is from the high cadence and the high number of reps that you do on offense the the high number of snaps on offense those Mm. that just knackers out defenses just attrition just like boom you guys just can't handle it (laughs) There's really a more nuance than that. But yeah, that's part of it. No, but, that, but that's, think- a, that's a very significant factor. They regularly, Philadelphia, went down by huge margins in the first half of games, all of last season. Mm. They went 24-0 down to the Jags. How did that happen? The Blake machine. Well, they, they weren't prepared for to play the short game. They they prepared for a full-length game, and then the Jags couldn't keep Ooh. up in the second half. <laughs> <laughs> the D just got knackered out. Um, well, Marcus
0: Mariota now... Is, uh, is in Tennessee, a place where Ken Wisenhunt is not really well-versed with that kind of quarterback. But apparently, he saw enough he liked about him character-wise and athletics ability-wise um, to uh, to take the lad. And now he's going to duel it out with Zach Mettenberger, who today, I right read on NFL.com, is going to duel to the
1: death. Exactly. He, <laughs> for his he said, I will, I will fight to the death. <laughs> to the death this job. So, I mean, they've already got Mettenberger, and they still drafted a quarterback the Tennessee Titans did, rather oh, yeah. than another player, for example, Leonard Williams, the mm. defensive end, who was mm. arguably best player on the board at the time. Mm. How do you feel about that, Andrew?
0: Well, yeah, I felt, I felt like, obviously, I'm not wholly convinced by the whole, you know, not coming from a pro style offense thing. Um, just traditionally, I've never been impressed by that stuff. But... Uh, before the draft, I was thinking, you know, if there's a guy here who's, you know, you know he's solid. Len Williams, you know he's good. You can plug him in. You know he's going to be good. You should just maybe take that guy and you can skip the quarterback and roll with Metamurger who did an okay job, maybe.
1: But then after... after- so, I'm going to offer you some counterpoints okay, to counter that. Points, uh, like, I mean, basically, when you get to that position, when you're one of the first two drafters, one of the first two drafters, you pretty much have to take a quarterback if there's a quality quarterback available.
0: Because, and, you, and
1: you need one. <laughs> yeah, and you, well, or even if you're not sure about the guy you have, because you're unlikely to be in that position again for a very long time.
0: Well, uh, I'm also sure, well, Ken Wisenhunt wasn't there when they drafted Jake Locker, I'm pretty sure. But um, he's, he was another guy who was high character. Um, and he was from kind of a pro style offense as well. But he didn't quite work out, so Yeah. Well I mean he had an
1: injury history which is what Yeah resulted in him leaving.
0: Yeah. And Marcus is clean, as far as we can tell. Yes. Um so yeah, I mean you know, yeah, hopefully it works out. Seems like a seems like a hard working man who probably will earn the respect of his teammates. Mm-hmm. Who will have no choice but to respect him because it's either him or Mettenberger.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. That's yeah. an interesting message though. Like they obviously they obviously aren't gonna roll with Mettenberger for any period of time because they've just sent him the message, haven't they? Sent the message. It's like. Yeah.
1: I mean, you know. Mariota has a lot of potential, so let's see how that comes through, or whether that comes through. Difficult. Who's he going to throw to? You
0: know? They've got a few
1: receivers. Got Kendall Wright,
0: I guess. Yeah.
1: They have Justin Hunter.
0: Oh, yeah, Justin Hunter. a man, Justin yeah. Hunter.
1: Kendall Wright, Justin Hunter, Delaney Walker. Delaney Walker. A, that's not too bad. That's actually a very talented receiving court. If Who's you had good? Aaron Rodgers or Peyton Manning throwing them the ball, God. then those guys would be going ballistic. 2,000 yards each like every day <laughs> not every week every day
0: <laughs> okay fair enough so yeah. you know it's interesting uh, maybe Tennessee well now now, whenever whenever a team drops a quarterback it immediately makes them more interesting to watch yeah. so that's good because Tennessee have not been totally fascinating for a little while now okay so yeah. uh, let's move on to the New York Jets though the best team in the league uh, Leonard Williams they did pick the man bit of a steal yeah, could have gone second. Maybe steal, kind of could have been. Yeah, well, debatably
1: a steal. There were a lot of pundits argued that he was the most talented prospect overall. Mm. Yeah, and all things being equal, if team needs weren't considered, he'd be the first pickup.
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, according to them, but I mean, you know, surprising that he went past the Raiders after he told them that he wanted to play for them. Um, but yeah, I mean, New York Jets enhancing a strength. That defensive line.
1: Yeah. I mean, D-line the New line, York uh, Jets' D overall is fantastic now. They're going to be very exciting to watch, or very boring to watch, because the other team aren't going to score any points.
0: <laughs> yeah. They're doing what St. Louis kind of did. They just bolstered their D-line till it's just, like, become beast.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, New York did some work on their offense as well. They just... If they had a quarterback, they would be in championship contention right now. Mm. But they don't, so <laughs> they're going to suck. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. <laughs> But Wilkerson... I mean, that uh, ideally, they'd keep both of them and have yeah. this crazy pincer defensive end movement where they just destroy it. Tom Brady, basically. Because yeah. the other quarterbacks... Well, the Tana- de- Tannehill's in there. David, the wasn't.
0: deflator. Yes, Tannehill. Yeah. Well, Tannehill's pretty handy as well, so... And E.J. Manuel, don't forget. <laughs> the, the, the besieged... The besieged... Or Matt Castle. Yeah. E.J. Manuel face. Um, no, they should they should try and keep both those guys. I mean, that's... Why? Why would you not keep Wilkerson? I his know, contract Peter is
1: up. His contract's up in a year or two, I think. me. <laughs> <laughs> but that wasn't a drop. That was just Andrew saying it.
0: Yeah, I can sign up like a jukebox. Oh well. Speaking of the team that bolstered their D line until it was insane, St. Louis.
1: They. They are our up, next pick. Yeah. The tenth pick. Yeah. Of this draft, was Todd Gurley, running back. And female impersonator. Oh. (laughs) The man has slightly sketchy hair. Yeah. We have to point this out. He's got... His hair's disappearing on top, but he's still got a ponytail on the back. And we're slightly worried he's going to start looking like Hulk Hogan soon.
0: Stevie Wonder. He should just wear sunglasses the whole time. Or I hope he has, like, a visor on his helmet so he looks like just Stevie Wonder, but just kind of morphed slightly into American (laughs) football player. Um, Yeah, Todd Gurley. I mean, you know, I've been hearing some things about Todd Gurley. There's been things being said about him extolling the virtues of his abilities. 6-1, got the speed, got the power, make the cuts, can run people over. That's very big for a running back. 6 so is very have big have a... for a running back, yeah. yeah. He can catch as well, three down back. What boom, the hell? Boom, boom. yeah.
1: No. Could be... could be a
0: the Buccaneers should have taken him. Yeah.
1: Although there is a track record of draftees coming in who've had ACL issues struggling to cope with them during the actual season because the intensity of an actual NFL season is a lot harder and a lot higher than college. Well, there was a stat about how, I think it's 30 or 40% of players who had ACL issues a year the, the, in their final year of mm. college had to retire within two years. Oh, wow. Yeah. also oh, retired within two years. Not necessarily injury-related, though. I oh. didn't check that point. Oh, there. okay,
0: fine. But, uh, it's okay, Todd Daly's going to be playing in, uh, in L.A. if the rumours are to be yeah. believed pretty I soon. Mean, if-
1: Todd Gurley is receiving all these passes as well. He could be very good on the fantasy. Although, I've heard league, league sources. The other team <laughs> that's moving to LA. This is a quite good segue.
0: I'm quite impressed with this.
1: The other league sources. Melvin Gordon, pick 15, mm. from Saturday, who went to San Diego. San Diego. Super, Super Rangers. Rangers. Oh. Uh, The running back extraordinaire could be a fantasy stirred.
0: Melvin Gordon is fantasy goodness, apparently, according to uh, Yahoo Sports. That's exactly the title. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so, so Melvin Gordon obviously had that, had that quite good game against Nebraska last year, where he ran for 408 yards on 25 carries.
1: I ran for 408 <laughs> yards once. <laughs> yeah. It was that really was, far. I was with no other
0: football <laughs> players around you. Yeah, I was really tired. <laughs> it, was like, it took like 40 minutes. Man, I mean, that's uh, San Diego's fourth running back now. Although, obviously, they'll be they'll be hoping that Gordon is the man. I'm not going to be relying on my man, Brandon Oliver, from last yeah. year, who really, really tore it up. I also uh, had Danny Woodhead on my fantasy team last year. I don't remember that. I and, paid and $8 you dollars for him. Uh, who's, the, who's the other running back? Oh, yeah, Latavius Darnelkins. <laughs> <laughs> Latavius Darnelkins, obviously. Into this studly stable, yeah. Melvin Gordon now steps uh, yeah. with his uh, sort of Jamal Charles-like haircut. Well,
1: it'll be interesting with... Uh, Melvin Gordon going up against Latavius Don Elkins. I mean, those are the two main running backs there.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, either him or, or Oliver.
1: Oliver um, Oliver isn't the same quality. Don Elkins is just better. Fine,
0: all right. But, but I'm just saying, I was only saying that because <laughs> Oliver is more of a pass catcher, and so is Gordon.
1: Just to clarify, Latavius on Elkins is Donald Brown. It's Donald uh, Brown.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah we, we just, you know, for those who know our in-jokes, we once called him that. Um, by accident. By accident in, a, in an old episode of the podcast. And uh, it's, it's, it's stuck because it's so catchy. Yeah. Um, but Melvin Gordon's going to be, hopefully, their guy. They're going to hope that he's, uh, you know, keeping Philip Rivers alive with a, you know, just an option for a short pass. Yeah. Rivers getting up there in years.
1: So, Andrew, hmm. Are you ready to take it to the max? <laughs> oh, speaking of another football team. <laughs> well, so, Andrew's Baltimore Ravens, using the 55th pick, so their second round pick, yeah. drafted Max Williams, tight end extraordinaire. Tight end Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just to clarify, this is Max spelt not the conventional way, but in the semi-pawn star double X way.
0: That is the way you're meant to spell it, ultimately. Um, yeah, I mean uh, I I was happy with that. That was uh he was he was he was projected to go to a number of teams who need a tight end. He's, and he um, it, our pick was low down
1: in the second round as well. Yeah. Fifty fifth overall. Yeah. That's very low down. Yeah. Uh stupid, a lot of people had, stupid Falcons. <laughs> a lot of people had said that he had first round talent. There you go. So Aussie Ozzy used his mind control yeah. to make everyone ignore good players <laughs> and so they <laughs> fell to the Ravens again. Yeah. I mean this is the question, like is is Ozzy Newsom like, is this another case of Ozzy Newsom being an amazing draft guru? Or is it just that he has such a reputation that people assume that because he's drafted someone that he definitely had first-round value? And then when he just busts in the season, everyone's going to forget about it.
0: Well, oh, I don't think that'll happen. I mean, I'm sure, you know, all the Baltimore picks have worked out through all of history. Otherwise, we have an absolutely massive team.
1: Um, well, I think Max Baltimore, Williams, Baltimore is genuinely one of the teams that has been consistently good... Other teams, well there have been other teams but they've usually had like a superstar quarterback whereas Baltimore have not had that they've had to deal with Trent Dilfer and then Joe Flacco and they still happen to make the playoffs even when they really shouldn't
0: (laughs) I'll say that as a compliment for the (laughs) Ravens uh, Um, Yeah, I mean uh, Max Williams is an interesting pick exciting pick, I like it and we also took a wide receiver the first pick um, in the first round which I believe was like 28th I think Um, So exciting times for my man, Joe Flacco, who's got Mark Tressman whispering in his ear. um, Quarterback whisperer. Indeed. So, uh, you know, who knows, Ambrish? You might be scrambling to get
1: Joe Flacco off the fantasy wire this year. After all you've said about him, (laughs) you'll (laughs) be like, I've got to have this guy. (laughs) It's entirely plausible. You know know how I feel about tight ends. I do tend to reach for them.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Jimmy Graham... Julius Thomas. Thomas. Julius Thomas, massive. I don't tend to have bad bad tight ends because why? Why have a bad tight end when you can have a good one?
0: Exactly. So maybe maybe uh, if if he lights up the preseason, Max Williams. Uh, Max Williams being compared to uh, Todd Heap in some some circles, which is perfect. Was he? He No, I think I think you know. I'm not sure who it is though. Oh, who's? Because obviously there's Heath, the one who plays for the Steelers, and there's Heap, who was was at the Ravens originally. Like he was there before keith miller came in the league but like i don't know who the original he guy is okay uh let's say it was todd heep because he was uh, he was awesome and he was there for longer todd mm-hmm. Heat, one of my favorite classic ravens um six foot five this guy's i think max williams is a six four uh, uh <laughs> midget yeah what a bitch <laughs> um and uh, he's also very young he he was in college for two years before he went to the draft so he's, he's 20 years old
1: must be very intelligent to finish his degree in two years <laughs> yeah
0: what you want? That's what, that's what Baltimore looks for. Those yeah. high character, you know, high motor, brain power guys.
1: Speaking of people with slightly porn starish <laughs> names, Randy Gregory, no, sixtieth pick, uh, outside linebacker who went to Dallas. Value, possibly. Yeah. Unless he just gets suspended forever. Well, that is theoretically a possibility. <laughs> refeating Josh Gordon, <laughs> refeating Roger Goodell's house. Yeah. Well, he dropped a, in the draft because he has a history with uh, cannabis. Mm. Yes. Which is why he didn't go because he again he's someone who had first round potential, but the personal issues are what brought him down.
0: And now he is going to get a chance to party in Dallas
1: with Diva Des. And, and Greg, Greg Hardy, Hardy. <laughs> yes. So he's <laughs> basically going to play in Greg Hardy's place till he comes back.
0: I applaud the pick because, um, well, I don't support Dallas. <laughs> so if, they, if he does implode, it'll just be funny. Um, but I hope he does well, because you always want to see good players in the NFL. He's, yeah. from, he's from a good college, uh, Nebraska, known for its defense, apart from what Marvin Corden did to it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: Again, um, another player who dropped, in fact, off the draft board mm-hmm. and Phil still fell into Dallas's lap. Yeah. Is Lael Collins. I think it's Lael. Lael Collins. Lael. Lael Collins. Guard tackle. Yeah. Tackle guard. He only tackles guards, or guards (laughs) tackles. He can't do anything else. (laughs) Yeah, the uh, guard slash tackle. Well, he's mostly going to be playing guard to begin with. Possibly. Probably. Uh, Lael Collins. Uh, He dropped during the draft because his ex-girlfriend had recently been murdered. And he'd been called in by the police to be interviewed, not as a suspect, just for information. And because of this, people were a little bit afraid of drafting him. And when this looked like it was going to happen, he came out and said, if you draft me on the third day, which is the fifth, sixth or seventh round, I'm not going to sign. Because if you're going to draft me, draft me early, like you mean it, or don't draft. Like, don't just pick me up in the seventh round. Oh, right, well. Like some kind of trump, because... That's not what... Yeah. Which is totally understandable, to be honest. Would he have... So he signed for them after the draft, Dallas? He he, he came through as an undrafted free
0: agent. Does that mean that he would have preferred signing as an undrafted free agent than getting picked in the fifth round?
1: Yes. So basically, he was saying that if you aren't going to, like, back... He's like, if you don't back me in the first few rounds, Mm. then don't just pick me up with, like, a waste pick where you're like, oh, there's no one good left we would draft a punter, but let's draft this really awesome player instead who might have personal issues except actually doesn't, was just implicated... Risky policy by yeah. Lael. Uh, well, when you're as talented as that, then you can kind of get away with it. Yeah, i he... the I'm teams sure were scrambling he, to... They, he wasn't going to be forgotten about yeah. in the post-draft process. Scrabbling. I think both work. Yeah. All the teams were scrambling to get him. They were scrambling to get him. Yeah. Including... Yeah. Rex Dem, Ryan. Dembiel's. Who took him for, who took him out for dinner? Took him out for a nice little steak, I hope. Yeah. Which is entirely legal because he was now an undrafted free agent and not a college prospect. It's just a man. Just a man. Yeah. <laughs> just my friend. Yeah.
0: He just it's just my friend, look, how do you pronounce it? La <laughs> 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 Um Yeah, so uh Collins I I uh, I saw I saw this the other day, I don't know why I didn't remember this. Uh used to be protecting Zach
1: Metzenberger. Oh L S U. Yeah. Except go. he won't be protecting him anymore. He'll be protecting the Bromo protecting the bro- with the, with exactly. his bad back. Yeah. So Leo Collins ended up going to Dallas. Yes. Which he chose. Not yep. because they offered him more money, but because he believes in the myth and the hype and he loves the fact that their signal so their symbol is a star. Because he wants to be a star. Did he say that? He said
0: that. That's such like an X Factor thing to say. It is <laughs> standing yeah. on the stage in front of Simon Cowell. But um, yeah, another team that's uh, bolstered a strength. Yeah, offensive line. Junkic.
1: Shall we move on to suspension news?
0: We shall. Our favourite topic. Um, yeah time for, time, for the, uh, time for the suspensions list and Ambrose has compiled a doozy of uh, really, really really
1: good variety as well take it away okay. Josh Gordon from Cleveland was suspended for the entirety of the 2015 season this is due to the substance abuse policy which he was under after his DUI charge last year former Washington and Indianapolis safety Leon Landry who's now a free agent was done for a performance enhancing drug violation it wasn't his first violation which is why he was suspended for so long yeah he's already 30 he's not that good now anymore so some people think he might be retiring we now move on to new suspensions mm. including well kind of new including a certain bolgazi affair
0: known by some other people as deflate gate which i think sounds shit i don't think bolgazi sounds great either but it sounds
1: better Dion Jordan, from Miami, defensive end, has been suspended for the entirety of the 2015 season. He got it was his third performance-enhancing violation, and although he didn't act, he wasn't actually found with any performance-enhancing substances in his body, he did they did find that his blood was thinned, which is usually a usually a sign of diuretics, which are used to to flush the blood clean just before a test. Mm
0: interesting that he was going to be picked up by his former head coach Chip Kelly yeah in Philadelphia Philadelphia, but not anymore
1: no the trade is completely the trade talks have fallen through for the obvious reason that he's not playing anymore
0: yeah Um, yeah Deion Jordan bit of a maybe a bit too early to call him a bust, but definitely disappointing after being taken third I think or fourth in the NFL draft a couple of years ago very
1: bad I mean he still has time it wouldn't surprise me if after he comes back and might end up as a free agent, Philadelphia pick him up
0: true, true say,
1: yeah, next year, okay, we now move on to the big one, the Balgazi affair, also known as deflategate, and tom brady dude where's my dude wears my balls, dude wear's my balls, <laughs> so, as we discussed previously on this podcast, the New England patriots were suspected of tampering with their footballs f- during the championship game against the Indianapolis Colts break it down break it down like them do the tell tw- the, about 12 balls I don't no, know, know I'll summarize the first bit though yeah sure so as a result of this coming after a after an independent investigation the league has suspended tom brady for four games fined the pats 1 million dollars and uh, also cost them a first round pick next year and fourth round pick in 2017 mm. according to the Wells report the one of the locker room attendants in coercion with one of the others i believe from the patriots took all the balls all the game balls into the bathroom the water closet as they call it in america
0: mm-hmm.
1: and after sorry after the balls had been submitted this was this happened after the balls had been submitted for inspection and therefore, no team was allowed to touch the balls unless being when they were used in play. And they took him into the bathroom for a minute or two, and then came back out with them. Right. So, we assume that there was tampering. There's no reason for a locker room guy to take the balls into the bathroom.
0: Sure. Do they know? Do they know at all what was done to them? Was it just to
1: let some air out? Whether did they put them in water and that? The next time the balls were inspected. The Patriots balls, uh, eleven out of the twelve Patriots balls were below the legal pressure mm. that's allowed within the league standards. Right. So that's a thing that's not allowed, obviously. So we were, based on that evidence, they assumed that this person who was tampering with the balls, or well, this person tampered with the balls and deflated the Patriots balls.
0: And it was it was rainy
1: during that game, wasn't it? It was also really cold. It was wet and it was cold. Mm. And having a deflated ball, theoretically, would make it easier to throw and catch, because you can grip it better. Because it's softer. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, so from my understanding,
0: that there's 24 game balls, each team provides 12 balls for the game, and they each team only uses their own balls. Yeah. Like, they each... Yeah, so basically, that's how it works. Which that's, seems to be strange to me.
1: Yeah. So, this is because in 2006, they changed the rules based on basically the quarterbacks and the league wanting to have lots of passing yards and Brady and Manning were very keen on this, that the the teams can prepare their own ball, game balls that they use for offense. Okay. So, I mean, some of these balls are prepared for months in advance. They have all kinds of treatments done to them which are all legal. They they don't have anything ridiculous done, just like maybe put in a pickle jar for a couple of hours yeah. <laughs> and then a, left to dry. Attach a rocket to it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh look at that thing go 100
1: (laughs) yard throw Yeah. so they do all of that and that's what uh, allows them to have the balls how they want which is unusual because that's not really how any other sport in the world works as far as I know yeah like you you don't go oh cricket yeah well I guess in cricket you're allowed to shine the ball but that's during the game
0: yeah, it's probably kind of a bit of a unique sport because there's such, a big, there's such a big division between one team having the ball and the other team having the ball. Like in football, you can't do that because there's just one ball and everyone's kicking it.
1: Yeah, but in cricket, you do have the yeah. ball for each team and they kind of change the balls after 80 overs and all of that jazz, but they always just give them a new ball. They don't give them...
0: I just think it's weird yeah. that you get to prep your own balls and then use them.
1: Yeah, well, it's only a thing that's happened for about nine years and kickers still have to use a standard ball. It's okay. only the quarterback balls that. It's only the like. The, the, it's only the what do call it balls? The like offense or other like regular. The not special teams. Okay. Normal, normal teams. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Kickers aren't people, too. Apparently.
1: Yeah. It's only the normal situation balls that count as that you can use treatments on. So the Wells report, which is the report that basically indicted the Patriots and specifically Tom Brady, suggested that. Tom Brady had been in communication with the two uh, locker room attendants who were involved in the thing. That it was likely he didn't say they definitely did. He said it was likely. Uh, there were a lot of other things going on as well. Like the Patriots didn't really cooperate cooperate very well, which is part of why the suspension for Brady's been so long. And he didn't cooperate very well either. For a long time, he was refusing to give them. He was refusing to give them any mobile phone information, and any text message records, which is what they wanted. Uh, in the end they did find out that Brady had been in communication with the locker room attendants the last communication had been six months before the incident and the next one was the day after the incident where one of them was basically like help you gotta get me out of this oh wow Yeah, that's
0: uh, something that Ace Ventura must, uh, should get onto there should be an animal involved <laughs> in there somewhere Yeah, maybe uh Andrew Luck looks a bit like an animal sometimes. <laughs> well, what about
1: a puffer fish? Inflating, deflating. <laughs> oh, I like it. Really. That's
0: where those cryptic clues yeah. come from. That sector <laughs> of the brain. So you said the Patriots weren't the club itself wasn't wholly cooperative. Do you like?
1: Yeah. So they didn't give them complete access to the uh, locker room attendants who were implicated in this when when asked. The Patriots have appealed, mm. and part of their appeal they've also uh, published a document on a website i'm going to i'm going to give them the url actually so the patriots issued a rebuttal to the entire thing oh what a rebuttal which you can find and read if you want to on weldreportcontext.com uh, it's well spelled w e l l s weldreportcontext.com i repeat it's a doozy it's 20,000 000- Words Is with it? no pages. Yeah. It's all just one thing. Fucking hell. And it's just there. And it just yeah. Oh, they they have added some uh they they have recently added some an ability to jump to particular sections.
0: Yeah, like a hyperlink but not quite.
1: Yeah. Hyperlink went onto the same page. Yeah. Their rebuttal does have some good points like how Remind the 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 Wells t- evidence the the world's evidence wasn't conclusive it was more conjecture and speculation based it, it was more circumstantial than than hard evidence but they also have stupid stuff like like refuting the claim that one of the attendants did the deed cuz according to the world report he did and in fact referred to himself in the text in a text message as the deflator boom and according to the Patriots rebuttal that's just what he calls himself because he's trying to lose weight <laughs> that is super <laughs> the deflator <laughs> he deflates pufferfish <papa> <laughs> that's what he
0: does he works in a restaurant yeah. the Patriots don't pay him much and he uh, deflates pufferfish yeah. and, and then he, uh, he cuts the scales off which is a very highly skilled uh, labour yeah. so he's but, proud he calls himself a deflator <laughs>
1: I'd recommend that you go to worldreportcontext.com. Check it out. Because it's 20,000 words all on one page. It's like Jack Kerouac's novels. It's just... Oh, well, no. It's like on the road. It's just all in one go. Just like, here it is. Here's some information. Read through it. Go for it. Whatever. Uh, And they've got, like, Nobel laureates saying stuff. There's... Yeah. It's...
0: Get your scroll bars ready. (laughs) So do you think the... uh, So obviously, Brady suspended four games. It's probably fair. The money probably fair doesn't make much difference but do you think the taking away of draft picks especially a first rounder is fair on the team
1: so i mean you say obviously Brady's suspension is fair but the reason why andrew said that is because he's already aware of this and we're going to make you aware the fact that the four game suspension is actually pretty standard for performance enhancing drug suspensions and so this being a performance enhancing deflation's performance-enhancing act, right. I guess. Or deflation. <laughs> well, it's, it makes sense that it would be in line with other performance-enhancing suspensions. If there's cheating done by a team that resulted in them doing better in a game that they might have not done so well in, then is it the player's job to pay the cost or the team's? I mean, the team haven't suspended Tom Brady. They've suspended two locker-room attendants. Who aren't Tom Brady? So brutal hit to team morale. Those are those aren't individual players. Those are team members. Like you can't suspend them. The the league is not going to suspend them. The league is going to punish. The league isn't going to punish them. They're going to punish the team for their actions. So the Patriots have kind of said that the NFL have gone after them. Ted Wells actually refuted a lot of the Patriots accusations in person during a long interview, and he got quite emotional during this interview and said, "Like, come on, guys." stop being stupid because he was saying that when, when the Patriots accused him of basically going after them because the NFL has it in for them he went well that would be really stupid wouldn't it why would we go after the most famous franchise the most storied franchise the current Super Bowl champions if they're found to be cheating then that doesn't make the sport look good that makes the sport look stupid and like going after the most famous players they're the the, the single most famous player. Is not going to improve the sport's image. It's going to only make it worse. It wouldn't surprise me if Brady's suspension is reduced, but they keep the first round. They they keep their fine and draft punishments. What would you rather have? A first round draft pick of Brady for four games? <laughs> Definitely a first round draft pick by like a huge margin. Yeah, I need to say <laughs> yeah. that. Well, they uh they did the numbers on Hot Takedown, which is from 538.com. They actually ran the numbers and they think assuming it was a 21st pick, which is quite low for the Patriots, or quite high for, the, high Patriots, for the Patriots. Quite high for the Patriots that a draft pick would be worth on average eight times as much as losing Brady for four games. Wow. Mm.
0: Oh.
1: yeah.
0: Well, who knows? Maybe they'll her terrible season and lose her first overall pick. <laughs> no, our quarterback of the future. Yeah. But their quarterback of the future is Mark Ruffalo. True,
1: but if they finished last in the NFL, probably not. Um, yeah, right, well, there you go. Don't forget, you can always contact us at NFL underscore 20 on Twitter. Or you can email us at NFL20pod at gmail.com we'd like to thank Order 66 for providing us with our music as always if you like us tell your friends even if they don't listen even if they don't know what American football is tell them to just we download don't either it. <laughs> we don't need to know perfect yeah. for them and we'll be back in the not too distant future Na-na-na-na-na. which leaves me to ask Andrew what are you up to tonight? just going to a birthday
0: party so... <laughs>